You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilistic, I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem. Welcome back, Mousecapades listeners, and happy Friday! We made it! And for Nick and I, this is an exciting Friday because it's the last Friday of school, because we do not go to school with kids next Friday! It's been a long year, and I'm glad that it's finally coming to an end. I'm, uh, You know, these kiddos are going to go on, at least in my class, on the second grade, do great things, and I will see them again when I'm still in third grade the following year. Unless you decide to change again. Uh, why? Right. Unless I... <laughs> go back down to first grade or whatever it may be, but uh, I'm glad. I'm glad this year is finally wrapping up. I need it. So this is episode 296, Crazy and Bizarre Things That You See at the Disney Parks. And we actually started this a couple weeks ago, and we had so much information, and there's still a lot of information out there, because believe it or not, crazy things happen all the time. So we decided to do a part two. Yes, we did. We did decide to do a part two. And as always, listeners, this episode is brought to you by WaltExpress.com. If you want to become a Disney expert, you can sign up for more deals, tips, and info in all things Disney. Go ahead and check them out. WaltExpress.com. This is part two of our bizarre and crazy things that have happened at the happiest place on Earth, Disneyland, Disney World. And we're going to throw in, I don't know if you have any from other parks Victor, I'm, I'm not sure, sure there's if you some have them out there. in like uh, France or Shanghai Disneyland or what. There, I know I read some. Okay. I'm not sure if they're in this round. So we have plenty to discuss. Victor, I'm going to let you go ahead and kick us off. So you know how roller coasters and all amusement park rides usually have multiple written and verbal warnings telling you to stay seated during a ride, correct? Oh, yeah. And so there's a reason for that because... Disney does not want what besides a lawsuit. They don't want you to like rip off an appendage. Yeah, they don't want you to get hurt. So due to the sheer magnitude of crowds that come through Disney World every single day, you're bound to get a few of these crazy people. And in this day, we did. So granted, some people panic and they try to bail, but you need to do that before you get strapped in. So news channel uh, 2000, it says, which I never heard of that channel before. A man was killed during Splash Mountain. He was already strapped in, but he got wigged out and decided to uh, release himself from the ride. He got out, he fell, and a second raft bumped him um, into the car from behind and I guess squashed him. But I'm sure we all know that you cannot, yeah, you cannot be pronounced dead at Disney. So he was still alive until he got off of Disney property. But this report from the news says that he um, died because he got 
because he was scared of the drop. Wow. This was reported by a cast member, and this cast member has titled this the Most Neglectful Parents of the Year Award. A cast member once saw parents tie their leashed child to a pole so they <laughs> could ride the exact same ride you're talking about, Splash, Splash Mountain. Mountain. I thought we talked about that one. Did we? Know. Okay. I can't I remember. Know. I pulled up my notes, and I didn't make a check mark off these things. This was reported by a cast member. There was a line waiting to see. It was a meet and greet to see Elsa. And this family was in line, and they saw the little boy that was getting anxious. You know, he just couldn't wait to meet Elsa. He was about two families behind to finally meet Elsa. And Elsa finally walked over, paid attention to him, right? Because he was just, I guess, very antsy. And bent over and, and asked the child what was wrong. Apparently, immediately, this child stopped crying and grabbed her, you know, hootatas. Oh, no. And said, very nice. <laughs> I, I'm keeping it PG right now. Right. The the kid, the little kiddo actually said nice. Starts with a B. Oh, my goodness. Um, but uh, I would have been laughing hysterically if I saw that online. And it wasn't my child. Obviously. I bet, but those people were probably if dying. it wasn't my child, right? Right. So we know that Florida is a hotbed for hurricanes, and especially in October. And so, but it's usually safe. But every once in a while, they get close to Disney. There's been a couple times that they've had to close. Hurricane Floyd and Charlie um, caused Disney World to uh, shut down for two days but the damage was minimal to the parks and the shutdown prevented the guests from getting hurt and then in 2016 we all know because some of our friends were supposed to go on those or were headed there in October Matthew came well during that time they have to close the parks and it's kind of creepy they said to think of the parks being closed nobody's there and the park um, employees help people reschedule flights and hotel stays and they just try to keep the people indoors. So in order to do that, they invite characters from, um, I know this is not crazy, but it is bizarre because we don't think about the park ever closing because it never closes. So when it does, Disney still wants you to have a magical experience. So they bring characters over to every resort. They do, I'm trying to read it. It's like a summer camp is what they said. There's a slumber party with a bunch of strangers and there's long lines of food. And they're just doing everything they can to make it seem like magical fun. They make a parade inside with the people and the characters. I wonder if people get some compensation though for this. Well, I don't know. I wondered that myself because there were a lot of people that got stuck there during Hurricane Matthew. There was one time that they did not close down the park because they didn't think the hurricane was close enough. And they kept the parade going. And they said that the good thing that they thought about that came from that is that the vomit was washed out of Mickey's head because apparently he had thrown up while this parade was going on in the torrential storms. Disgusting. Yeah, I know. There's some pretty gross stuff. All right, next on my list, did we talk about the mom forcing her son to wear certain shoes? Did we talk about this? I don't remember. I cannot remember because this was a few weeks ago we did the weird and strange or bizarre. Right. And I didn't mark where I left off. This mother wanted to ride Space Mountain with her son. So basically what she did, and this was reported by a cast member, she took she took out a some high heels, but here's my question. I've never seen anyone at the park with high heels on. And why would you pull them out of a bag? Right? <laughs> like, seriously. But he really, she really wanted her child to be able to ride this ride. And so she forced him to put on high heels. Very nice. I don't, I don't know if I believe this one. No one brings high heels to a park. Did that work? Okay, there's weird people. There truly is. Strange. Yeah, you're right. Did that work? You're though? right. We had that one case of um, the dog being shoved in a locker. Yes. And kids I, being so carried this kid, Did this kid that ride the ride? That would have to be like a service dog 
though, right? I mean, Disney's not going to allow a dog in the park unless it's a service dog. This is true. So why was that dog in the park? And then it was a service. Oh, that's bad. Anywho. Did you ask? Did you answer Joey's question? Well, what did he ask? Did, he, did the kid get to ride? Does not say. Oh. We need a follow up. Right. <laughs> they need to tell us if this strange and unusual thing that worked or did not work. Because then you'll have other parents coming with high heel shoes with, for their kids to get them on the rides. Oh, my word. So some Disney World rides... Well, a lot of them are not for everybody. As we know, Nick does not like prefer the dark rides. And, the, and there are other people, too. Roller coaster dark rides. Right. Or you're being dropped from, like, ten stories. Okay. So Nick's afraid of rides. certain rides, and he doesn't like to admit it. No, I, I just okay. did admit it. <laughs> so the Orlando Sentinel reported that in Animal Kingdom, a 30-year-old man died of a heart attack on the dinosaur ride after his pacemaker failed. Actually, after the dinosaur ride, nobody dies on Disney. Right. That's what it said. After his... Oh, you're right. Yeah, and I know. They keep Can't saying die on Disney. On Expedition Everest, a 44-year-old man died to another heart ailment, cardiomyopathy, also according to the Orlando Sentinel, and a 12-year-old boy died... Hollywood Studios Rock and Roller Coaster due to a congenital heart defect. Oh my gosh. And it says, if you've got withstanding health issues, please, please hold back on these crazier rides and keep yourself safe. They want to ride that so badly they're willing to risk. And literally, they gave their life to ride something. That is crazy. Yeah, that poor child. Really? I didn't. The kiddo passed away riding Rock and Roller Coaster? Yes. That's making me second guess the fast pass I have. We're no, calm. no, because he has kind of a heart He doesn't disease. have a congenital heart defect that you know about, right? Right, that you know about. Did this person know about it? He doesn't say it. I don't know, but Nick, it's just like we said in that article before. There are some interesting people out there that they want what they want, and they're going to try to get what they want. Right. All right, let's go to my list here real quick. Um, yeah, this is titled This Interesting Character. A, a friend of mine works at the Haunted Mansion. At Walt Disney World, and he told me of a guy that comes around occasionally asking women to sneeze on him. Ew! I know, right? <laughs> I don't know what one person would get out of that. I don't even... That is disgusting. So, Jordan Alexander was headed to her favorite ride at Disney World, which is one of your favorite rides, Splash Mountain. Okay. So she probably spent hours daydreaming of the fun that she would hear when she heard Zippity Doodah singing the animatronic chickens while she careened into a fake briar patch. But her husband decided he was not interested in sitting on a fake log and told Jordan that she had to go alone. The wife was not happy with her husband and she refused to share in the joy for the flume ride. So she put on her angriest face. Oh, I think we saw this picture. She put on her angriest face. And so when the camera went off, it was pretty hilarious to see the bunch of excited passengers in the ride and then this one lady who was glaring in disgust at the camera. It's obvious it didn't take long for the picture to become a meme. Whether uh, Redditors put her face on the American Gothic painting or people you put the her grumpy cat head, the Disney pic proved to be the perfect photo for internet celebrity. She may have gone into Splash Mountain in anger, but she came out a star even if it was just for two minutes. I, I think I know exactly what picture that is. I probably could look it up. Do you remember that lady? She had her arms crossed and she was yeah, like... Yeah. She looked was, like a three-year-old it pouting. Went, it went viral it for did. a little while. Yeah. I didn't... I honestly didn't see the hype in it. Oh, like, no. It I was thought it was, ver- it was embarrassing. Very, it was very... Vi- it went viral. Right. Quickly, and it was hot. Like, it was on national news. But when I saw the... Like, 
to me, it was just another picture. Like, I don't know why that made national news. I didn't get it. Because people are... It's just like... I just didn't get the it. The lady that was the laughing Chewbacca. I didn't get that. So that was funny. That was hilarious. So see, me? That was contagious. That was good. That was contagious. That was really good. There's the difference. This next weird, strange story is from a cast member that worked at uh, the Magic Kingdom for about seven years, and it's just a real quick snippet of a few sentences long of things that uh, he was asked or he witnessed. It goes on saying, I worked I worked at, you know, it seems like Disneyland here for seven years. I had a guy throw his toddler at me. I had a guy take off his fake leg and swing it at my face. <laughs> I had a young woman hand me a Ziploc bag full of ashes and ask me, where can I leave Grandma? I had numerous people ask me if I could turn on the AC. So he said numerous people here. Turn on the AC because they honestly believed Disneyland was in a giant glass dome. That's wild. I know that I've heard that before. The one in St. Louis was a, was going to be in a dome. Right. Remember the one in... It would have to have been. The Disneyland the in St. Louis. In the winter. Interesting. Oh my goodness. So this one, Nick, is pretty hilarious. Not surprising, but I don't know that I've ever seen this. You can say if you did. So we know we're back to Splash Mountain again. You get joy. You have fear. You have laughter. We The article before, we had a lady pouting. But there's more than a few ri- women that have ridden this ride, and they know when their picture is about to be taken. Do you know what I'm going to say? Women riding ride. Riding the ride. Know. They know when their picture is going to be taken. Splash Mountain. Well, no, I said that it was Splash Mountain. Oh, my bad. So they have no better idea than to the lift their shirt. The camera. Yes. Disney and really show the world the what they got. On, on Splash Mountain? Yes. How so, do you do? So nice to meet you, right? <laughs> so they said that they flashed their tatas at the Splash Mountain. Nice. <laughs> focuses, but it's mostly at Disneyland. But Disney World has had a few. And it sometimes happens because somebody behind the woman lifts her shirt for her. They've had people do that, too. Oh, my gosh. That's a lawsuit waiting to happen with somebody else's shirt for them. So before you um, put down what you want to work at at Disney, they said you might want to think about this. Think again about doing Splash Mountain or working the cameras because you just never know what you're going to see. Did you know that the first day of Disneyland's grand opening, it actually was a complete disaster? I was not aware of this. All right. So as the story goes, and we've seen a lot of documentaries on this one, the asphalt was just laid down like day or days before the opening and it was so hot. Right. It didn't have time to cure. Oh, no. And so getting back to high heels, you know, back in the 50s, uh, when I guess women wore high heels in the park. Their high heels were getting stuck in the asphalt. That's how hot uh, the pavement was. Oh, my word. There were tens of thousands of counterfeit tickets, and there was only a certain number of tickets that Disney had sold, so they weren't anticipating the tens of thousands of extra guests that entered the park. Oh, my gosh. They also, I believe, ran out of refreshments and uh, like things to eat at the park. Because they had so many people coming. People were putting up ladders around the outside of the park. And Trying getting, to get in. getting in that way as well. That uh, is so crazy. The, the very first day, apparently, was a disaster. Wow, I never heard that before for sure. So, there's a pretty simple li- rule of life. We don't grope people. You don't grope Did people. You say grope? Yes. We okay. should not grope people. And you should not. And it didn't seem to matter to this man that was at Disney World one day. Even though the woman was in a giant mask dressed like a rodent. So in 2009, which is interesting. Was this at a a run marathon event? No. 
Dressed like a rodent. June 2009, 60-year-old John Moyer was at Disney World, and he came across a cast member wearing Minnie Mouse costume. He decided to uh, grope, I'm going to say that word rather than what they have because it's worse, the front and the back of Minnie. Despite uh, certainly feeling a little thick and padded, he didn't seem to matter or he didn't seem to care. The woman in the costume's name was Brittany McGoldrick. She pushed his hands away in an effort to get him to stop, but he wouldn't stop physically doing anything. So eventually the law came and arrested him. He was convicted of misdemeanor battery and he was given six months probation and 50 hours of community service and he was named the Mouse Louse by NBC Channel 6's Miami uh, News. They call him the Mouse Louse. I just that makes me think and I at that time I know that Disney World did not have adult beverages at the Magic Kingdom but it makes me feel like he had a few. What do you think Joe? Yeah, I don't know on this one. I think this is just a guy going through a midlife crisis, and he made the wrong choice. He should have just bought a new old car. Bought an old car? Yeah, that would have been... Or a new car. Uh, I mean, I think either is a better option than his choice. Oh, yeah, because if he bought a car, he was probably not going to go to get it, get probation or community service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't afford to go to Disney World if you're buying a new car. The next one I'm bringing to you deals with Walt Disney himself. So, there is a persistent rumor that Disney's frozen body is buried somewhere in Disneyland. Some people say it's under Sleeping Beauty's castle. It appears to have been sparked by the fact that the entrepreneur was known to have a strong interest in chirogenics. Oh, okay. Am I saying that right? I hope I am. And, uh, he, you know, he was into science. He was into innovation. Right. Disney died of lung cancer. We all know that back on December 15th of 1966, and he was cremated two days later. But according to Bob Nelson, the head of the California Cryogenics Society, the decision to cremate was made by the movie producer's family. Had Disney been given the choice, Nielsen believes that he would have opted for preservation. Walt Disney wanted to be frozen, Nelson revealed in a 1972 interview. Lots of people think that he was and that the body's in cold storage in his basement. The truth is, though, that Walt missed out. He never uh, specified in writing, and when he died, the family didn't go for it. He had him cremated. I don't think that he's personally frozen, but... People say that he's frozen or his head's frozen somewhere else. So they to, can bring it back. So they can bring it back. So, Well, I mean, they, they've talked about this for years, but I've yet to see them bring anybody back. It would be... Wouldn't that be wild? <laughs> what was that, that movie? would sell money. What was that movie with Johnny Depp where you could basically extract your consciousness? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Do you remember that, and, Johnny Depp? And put it no. into a computer? Oh, is this one of his, just early, is this one of his early movies? No, this is just recently in the last couple of years. Oh, oh I have no. no idea. But scientists are now saying that they can put a program, uh, program a chip in your brain, and basically they can start to download uh, your thoughts in your head and things like that. Uh, That's freaky. And at the same time be able to upload uh, information from the internet. So if you want to learn a foreign language... In essence, this chip inside your brain will be able to connect to you, you know, connect to you, and you can learn a foreign language in the matter of seconds via a download. 
Very interesting. Scientists are saying that technology will be here in the 2020s. So it wouldn't surprise me if someday we do have that going on. That'd be freaky. They're going to sell a lot more tickets at Disney World. Or Disneyland, I should say, if that's really where it happened. So on Christmas Day in 2015, interestingly enough, we were at Disney World at this time. A grumpy old man proved that he deserved tons of coal in his stocking. According to the Orlando Sentinel, 70-year-old Louis Ojedo Reyes was waiting for food at Bongo's Cuban Cafe in Disney World when he decided that he had waited too long. He complained about how long his food was taking and the multiple managers apologized while trying to explain that the wait times were longer because it was Christmas and the restaurant was really busy. This was apparently an unacceptable answer to Reyes because he swore at them and shoved one of the managers. This triggered a scuffle in which Reyes attempted to punch out the general manager and he eventually was arrested after being kicked out for grabbing a manager's arm hard enough that it left marks. Ouch. I'm like, that's some sad Christmas spirit right there. Oh, to make matters worse, Reyes' outburst caused a panic throughout the restaurant. And so while he was being tackled to the ground, he knocked over some tables, which both gave new meaning to the term bingo, bango, bongo. <laughs> and right. sounded like gunshots to the, some of the patrons. And in the confusion and the panic set in, it caused 15 tables worth of people to run away in fear without paying for their food. It was mass chaos of an accidental dine and dash, or it seemed like an accident. Well, at least two people were injured in the panic riot, which spread to another nearby restaurant involved law enforcement stepping in just in case there really was a shooter. It was probably the most chaos that the Magic Kingdom has seen since Cinderella ate the apple. So they're insinuating that a group of people were going from restaurant to restaurant and then acting like this. And so they don't know if it's really accidental or not. We should totally try that next time, Vicky. What do you think? I don't think I don't want to do a dine and dash because my luck, I'd get banned from Disney World for the rest of my life. The restroom one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. But this was an outbreak. I mean, they knocked over tables and scared people. So I hope to goodness that that was not. People do some crazy things, man. They do crazy things. I'm sure it goes on in other places besides Disney. It just gets advertised because it's at Disney. Listeners, if you dine and dash, we we are not to be held responsible. Uh, Dine and dash at your own risk. What is now known as Pixar Pier, cast member has reported seeing a duck in the pond there, uh, eating another duck, by the way. Like attacking it and and eating the duck. Cannibal ducks? Cannibal ducks. Ew, that's just gross. I don't think I've ever seen a duck eat another duck. I have not seen that. I had seen a hamster, not a duck. Chip? No, this was when I was a kid. Okay. The hamster was missing its head one day when she got home. He's correct. So the Magic Kingdom fireworks are a highlight of the trip to Disney, unless they set the park on fire, right? This happened? So it says, this, then it becomes unforgettable. In November 2014, it happened when the embers from the late night fireworks display landed on the Seven Dwarfs mine drain. Something on that ride proved combustible. Yes, I remember this. Okay. We we talked about this. So the embers quickly caught a flame. Hi-ho, hi-ho. It's not. Not as hell, you know. That's what the title of it is. And so it says, thankfully, no one was hurt. And despite the rather large flames that resulted, everyone on the ride got off safely. The local fire department arrived quickly and the blaze was rapidly put out. The firefighters believe, according to Fox 8 of North Carolina, that fake grass was the blame to or was the cause to blame that caught the embers on fire. I remember talking about this. I do remember, too. Yeah. That wasn't that long ago. So this is why they said you should never use artificial turf. Which they just put a whole bunch in there in the hub. Well, I think it's interesting, though, because baseball fields use those and they shoot off fireworks when their teams get. So I guess they never thought about it, that it hmm, could catch on fire. 
My next one is a random act of violence, and this involves Pooh, Tigger, and a guest. Back in January of 2007, a family from New Hampshire took a photo with Tigger in Disney's uh, MGM at the time, Studios. What is now Disney's Hollywood Studios today, by the way. At some point during the meet and greet, Tigger supposedly punched the 14-year-old boy in the face. The family did not threaten legal action, but they did want a formal apology from Tigger. And um, it doesn't go on to say, oh no, it does say, I guess the boy was messing with Tigger's tail. And, uh, but I don't know if that actually constituted a punch, you know? Well, Tigger must have been having a bad day. He must have been having a bad Maybe day. Maybe Pooh didn't have him over. He <laughs> needed some honey. I'm not sure. So, apparently, a lady was blown off of a toilet at Disney World. Now, this is an old one. But it said, when Walt Disney World was being constructed in the late 1960s, some of the first elements that were put in were enormous water and sewage pipes designed to cope with the dozens of hotels and res- restaurants that would be located at the, at the parks. Excuse me including the sprawling Magic Kingdom theme park. Another of the first things to be put in place was the Preview Center, which opened in January 1970. Here, a prospective visitor could watch a film about the upcoming resort, as well as looking at a huge model of it, and it operated for 22 months, pre-selling $11 million worth of tickets for Magic Kingdom. Unfortunately, one of the guests that was at the Preview Center was the first facility to be connected up to over the oversized sewage and water systems. So in David Koenig's excellent reality land, Bill Heschler, who headed up the preview center, recalls that on the second day the building was open, a lady entered the restroom. She did her business. She flushed the toilet. And at that point, a two foot column of water blew up from the toilet and blew her off the seat. That's awesome. (laughs) And it said it scared the daylights out of her. Well, you know, Disney goes big, right? Every time they they do something. I didn't know they had bidets at Disney World. So, apparently, they reduced the pressure of the water after that poor lady used the toilet. Oh, my gosh. That's totally crazy. So, my next one uh, involves a former president. And I didn't realize this. I I got it. Richard Nixon? Yeah. Is this true? Can you look this up and fact check this? I so fact check it? Okay. Yeah, I don't remember this going on, but President Nixon gave his famous I'm not a crook speech. Oh, no, I did say at this. At Disney World. I reported on this. You did? Yes, as I one of our pieces this. of history. On our when was this? Um, it was in November because it says it was November okay. 73. Yeah, so former President Nixon, he's a huge fan of Disney so much that whenever he landed at the airport, the Disneyland band would greet him, you know, with hail to the chief as they all do. Uh, but it was the Disneyland band. He was such a big fan that Disney of Disney or a fan of Disney that even gave one of his famous speeches at Disney World. And it's the one where you see him saying, I am not a crook. I am not a crook. I didn't realize that was at Disneyland. Right. And I didn't either. I think I told you that when I probably forgot after you told me I could do everything else. Well, to be honest, a lot of times when I'm doing history, you're recouping for something or preparing for something else. I, I am, right. And so I think that you just didn't I'm hear me say it. I'm preparing the notes for the next episode right. while you're talking and right. things like that. exactly. But I think I remember Dave also talking about this back in the day. Maybe when so. He, when he did the history. It's just cool things, for sure. And I'm out, by the way, of bizarre things that have happened at the park. Seriously, because there's tons more to I, go. I didn't have many notes. So I'm going to give you one more, Nick. A golf cart was taken for a joy ride along the boardwalk. Yep. I could totally see Joey doing this. And I remember reporting on this years ago with Dave. Really? Our first year, yes. So it sounds intriguing. A grand theft that a grand theft is committed at when uh, Walt Disney World. I got tongue tied for a second. 
Has the cash storage room located beneath Fantasy Island at the Magic Kingdom been broken into? Has someone stolen lorry loads of unsold tickets or perhaps someone has nabbed an expensive artwork from one of the resort's hotels? Nope. They said two drunk men made off with a golf cart. The vehicle in question had been parked outside the restaurant Disney's boardwalk by a cast member who left it there while he was just removing trash. Along came Daniel Rossi, 33, from New York, and Michael Kulazi, 38, from Massachusetts, both somewhat the worst for the wear, who boarded the cart and sped off for a joyride. And that's some pretty nice area to take a joyride. So that's not the one I was thinking of. The one I was thinking of was around that area, but it fell into the lake. I'm not finished, so maybe it does. Oh, okay. Unfortunately for the pair, deputies from the Orange County Sheriff's Office spotted them racing along the boardwalk, forcing the guests to jump out of the way. A deputy wrote in his report that the men were yelling, shouting, and laughing as they drove past where we were standing. They rounded the corner fast enough to cause the extended golf cart to almost tip over. I gave immediate chase and caught the subjects at the back entrance of the Swan Resort. Both of the men apologized immediately and continued to profess their regret over to the incident while they were being taken to jail. So, no, they did not tip it into water. But don't okay. you think that probably does happen more than just one time ever? Oh, well, Someone... this is the second or third time I've heard of that. Right. Yeah, definitely. I think it's just too tempting to people. They see that key in the golf cart and they're like, hmm. Definitely some crazy things that have come out of the parks. Listeners, as always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains a space between your ears. If you have a comment, question, or want to be the next guest on the show, contact us, 407-674-0414, or simply email us, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. If you're looking to book your next Disney vacation, well, you know, contact us as well. Travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. Don't forget to check out our sponsors. You can become a Disney expert and sign up for a whole bunch of deals, tips, and all things Disney. Check out our friends over at WaltExpress.com. Hey, Vixter, Joey, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. And no capes. Have a magical Magical day, day, my my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades Podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.